This is the Business of Cannabis, a joint venture between the Green Generation Co. and the Cannabis 101 podcast. Bringing you the latest bud, biz, buzz. Very pleased to welcome back from the Green Generation Co. Malcolm LaBelle joining us for the business of cannabis. You can find more information at www.greengencompany.com. And uh, Malcolm, we're starting out this week uh, with a question about why Canadian cannabis companies are forced, in capital letters, to lab shop their strains. Yeah, so forced in the sense that like from a competitive standpoint. So forced because there's no other way to be competitive Mm -hmm. um, on the shelf. So what this is all about is it's actually sort of a, as a result of the CPG model. And and we describe that as a consumer packaged good model that has been sort of imposed on the cannabis industry, uh, like globally, combined with the fact that in Canada, we have no um, ability to truly um, market or advertise the differentiation between different products in the cannabis space under the Cannabis Act. This is essentially what has happened is that cannabis companies are basically selling to what the consumers want. And what the consumers want is the highest THC products percentage that they can get their hands on from the retail stores. Now, this is essentially we're creating what kind of like a gaming the system um, situation. And and there's no illegality in here in any way. It's fine. But when what we're talking about is that cannabis is a plant and um, it doesn't necessarily have a consistent level of THC, even within a single plant. Um, are you able to get a consistent testing from a lab that tells you what the THC content is? So this is what we mean by lab shopping is that um, the cannabis um, companies are um, taking their sample products, which they have to get tested. That's a requirement by Health Canada. They have to get them tested for a number of things. Uh, Cannabinoids, which obviously is THC and CBD and all the other ones, which um, are there, but nobody really cares about them other than the THC and the CBD a little bit. Um, they're also allowed to, you know, be tested for terpenes and other factors. They have to be tested for microbial content. So if they're contaminated in any way, they can't go on the shelf at all. So it's like the, the whole prop, uh, shipment batch that they came from is like garbage, essentially. Um, if it has any microbial content beyond the threshold, um, and they, they get tested for heavy metals, but the cannabinoid testing is, um, the way that it, it works is that, you're given your lab result based on the sample that's sent off to the lab, which is only like eight grams. It's a very small, tiny amount based on the, compared to the rest of the batch that was grown that would go into a package and distributed to store shelves across the country. So the the cannabis companies, and this is, this is like a well-known, not well-kept secret, are sending their lab, their batch samples to multiple labs to, to essentially get the highest, to see which one comes back with the highest THC percentage for the same batch. And it's literally a result that is by no means anyone's, you know, no one's trying to do anything illegal. It's all about the fact that the CPG model is forcing people to have to put a percentage on a jar, but the percentage doesn't mean anything. There is a huge variance 
in within a single plant or a batch that is very hard to control for consistency on the growing side. Yeah, there is, uh, it's, it's, it's almost like they're trying to fit every plant into one category when, as you mentioned, even within a plant, uh, your THC levels can be drastically uh, different. And then, you know, th- there's lots of reports, unfortunately, of people taking their cannabis and, and buying and, and getting it tested themselves. And, and there is, uh, you know, there are differences in that. Um, you know, what is, what would be your solution with this? Well, scrap the CPG model for one. I mean, they're basically imposing this a, a concept, which is, you know, what's in a box? A CPG is a packaged good, and it's a pharmacological thre- um, design that's been applied to a, a plant model. And pharmacological things that you buy in a drugstore that are, you know, like a Tylenol bottle, for example, has the ingredients and the percentage of the ingredients listed on the package, because those are the laws around what you have to disclose is inside something that goes in your body. And that's the framework that was decided. But in doing so, they're effectively forcing the companies to gain the system. And there has been examples, more than one that we've already seen, where individuals are, or maybe class action is what they're trying to do, suing cannabis companies over this because Uh they call it false advertising and, and false claims made on a label. But it's like, you can't, there's no way to make that kind of claim on this kind of label that's going to be accurate. There's the, there's the, the the structures around labeling in Canada are very strict and the the ap- application of the CPG model in the space as well as the fact that you can't advertise and market so either has to give so we need to release release uh, reduce sorry the advertising and marketing restrictions so that companies c- can can talk about the great products that they're making the terpene profiles the benefits or the p- supposed benefits um, that can come from using their products. But because they can't do any of that right now and it's re- resorting to what's on the label, which is the, on the package, there's just going to be these kinds of things that are going forward so that companies can to make money because they have the highest or the best of that label thing. Yeah, um, you know, you don't even want to get me started on people buying cannabis strictly based on THC because... I know that's what the market wants right now. And, you know, this this all will change in time. But, you know, right now, cannabis companies are promoting high THC, high THC, because people are coming into stores asking about THC. And, you know, that's the cannabinoid that that people are focused on when there's so many more that we're going to learn about. You know, I, I, I really implore cannabis companies, LPs, on your websites, list the terpene profile. You know, it, it, people aren't going to be able to learn about the information if it's it's not there. So there is so much more uh, that we will. And listen, I'm, I'm obvious to the fact that we're two years in here and, and you know, you don't you don't uh, at two days old start walking. So there is a, a natural evolution of things. But I think that's the next one that we should be or cannabis companies should be focusing on is not just uh, the THC. But, you know, that is a discussion that we should have for another day because it needs to be a, a longer discussion. So sure. let's, move, let's move on to change makers and uh, tell me about Nature Mary and the science of hemp and your skin. 
Yeah, so this is actually a great uh, sort of actually counter argument to the whole uh, CPG thing with terpenes. So Nature Mary is a is a is a hemp based uh, topical or skin cosmetic company um, that's using hemp based terpenes is literally what it says on their package. Um, that is, uh, they're using the natural elements of the plant to make these wonderful. Um, you know, skincare products. And I, I met this, uh, the founder of this company, a lovely woman named Sonia here in Calgary. And um, we met at an Elementa event, which is actually a women's group in the CBD cannabis space. They're North America wide. They're all about finding the tribe of women that are, you know, cannabis users or believers. Um, so there's no stigma there, but they're trying, they're growing very, very uh, big. So it's, it's amazing. So this company, she has a background in biology and second generation immigration story from India, uh, I believe is the country. And they're, they, she sort of figured out how to use cannabis and CBD on herself to treat her own uh, personal um, health issues, including fertil- infertility and anxiety, depression, and for her family members. And she was just at this event talking about this, like just with the group. Um, and she had created a formulation um, understanding that uh, CBD and 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 cannabinoids and terpenes could really help with these things, and she's a you know a kind of a chemist biologist, and she was she figured it out in her kitchen how to make these really great uh, blends of cosmetic uh, products. That is so awesome. I I love just the. Um, you know, the initiative from her to take this on uh, as a as a biologist, having that background, there'd be, you know, a natural interest and then, you know, having the the, the brains behind it to explore all of this. And, and if you want to explore more, check it out at www.naturemary.com. Uh, so so where has she taken this and, and you know, where can uh, you know, where can people expect to see this as they go? Um, I think, I mean, they're an online business that's just been growing online. I mean, they're based in Calgary. They're making everything here, fulfilling everything out of here, um, which is great. They're sort of growing organically, um, which is awesome. I don't know what their plan is. If they at all plan to go into retail, I've kind of suggested them not because I think that their product is amazing and it's a very good referral product. It's the kind of thing where you sort of have to recommend to someone what to try because they've got a couple of different formulations and things, but they're they're doing it they're growing steadily it's a family-run business and you just check out their website they've got you know promotions all the time like 15 15 off your first order and topicals and cosmetics is a huge margin business like this is the kind of thing where you don't need a lot of the the, the extracts to really you know to them to the dollars per jar that you make and this is the direction that the, in, the industry is going in so just check out their website naturemary.com and you'll find all their great stuff my personal personal favorite um is the uh, uh the neck and face um oil which has a fantastic fragrance profile based on the terpenes of mango and tea tree so that those are my favorites and because she uses the names of the terpenes that are in the actual like plants and fruits like not the cannabis um, it makes it a lot easier for the buyer to sort of know what their smell is going to t- what it's going to smell like when they get it. It doesn't smell like cannabis. It smells like fruit. Hmm, this is really cool. I think I think topicals, you know, there there's been a ton of focus on, you know, the the evolution of, you know, flower capsules to edibles, uh, drinks, uh, vapes uh, and all this stuff. But, you know, I, I think while that is a, a huge marketplace, I think it's been a little bit ignored uh, among all the the hype about legalization. Uh, and, and, you know, this is something that's not new. So 
I think topicals, uh, you know, the, you know, they could be that horse in the race that comes from the back and soars ahead of everybody when it comes to the market. Definitely. I agree. My, I'm betting on that horse for sure. <laughs> no doubt. Okay. Let's talk about what it means to be green and tell me why cannabis, uh, give me this salad analogy that you have. Yeah. So this is, um, this is an analogy that I use to explain the difference between like full spectrum cannabis or using the whole plant, like smoking, you know, flower, uh, compared to using a pro- a product that only has a distillate or an isolate in it. And a distillate or an isolate is an extracted form where the just basically just the THC has been distilled out of it to be put into like an edible. So the the concept of, you know, like don't, you know, of eating your vegetables as opposed to drinking your vegetables is where this kind of concept came from. But what I'm what I've tried to do is illustrate this so that you can understand how much value is in using the entire plant and bringing the entire plant into your body or especially with the whole like smoking vaping as opposed to just taking like an edible mm-hmm. so think about it this way so cannabinoids so the thc the cbd they're like the vegetables the raw ingredients in the salad thc is like the lettuce of the salad the kale the spinach the green the greenest parts of the salad are the is the thc and has the highest, you know, sort of amount of folate and green things that are good for you. CBD mm-hmm. is like the tomato. So, you know, little bits of tomato is good for the CBD. And CBN is another cannabinoid like the cucumber. So they're in smaller percentages proportionally to the size of your entire salad. Now, if you take your terpenes, those are those, uh, you know, we talked about them already. But the terpenes being the flavor profiles, the aromatics, they're actually really enhancers. If you look at the, the what's happening now with the research, they're enhancing what the cannabinoids can do and, and actually change how they interact with your body. Um, and so in a salad analogy, the terpenes are like the salad dressing. So eaten with the salad, like the lettuce and the vegetables, the overall experience of eating a salad is far superior with dressing on it. Tastes better. It makes you want to eat the whole bowl or whatever you're eating it on than just eating the lettuce or the spinach or the kale. Now, that's the salad part of it. and then. You can extrapolate that even going beyond and thinking about applying heat to vegetables and cooking methods. So thinking is the heat on the salad being like smoking or vaping on your vegetables is like making yourself a vegetable stew. So the overall effects of the cannabis on your body is literally the difference between eating a raw lettuce um, compared to eating with sorry a salad with a cooked vegetable stew. If you think about a warm stew, it's like really filling and you know fills you up. And the effects of eating those all the salad or the vegetables is different because you've added the heat um, and temperature to it. So this is what's happening in your body um, is that your the effect of the of your endocannabinoid system meeting up with the, how those molecules are being entered in your body, either the raw version like the THC and the CBD or the broken down versions as heat as extraction and vaping and smoking is applied is very similar to how your body processes nutritional things um, and how full you feel and, and basically your, your well-being or how, how much it's really a, a added to your overall health. So basically the bottom line, and, and this is why you want to think about it this way, is eating the whole plant, um, just like eating your, your whole vegetables, is much better for you than um, putting it in a bag, for example, like a bag salad, or in this case, a, a CPG plastic container. Um, or in eating a, a, a processed version like um, 
an edible or gummy or a concentrate like that. If you think about it like a salad, the salad acts like a salad um, that's mass produced. If it's in a bag, just like CBG packaged cannabis is being mass produced. Um, The qualities and the health elements are literally being sucked out of it um, by putting it into a package. It's a, and it's being div- you're losing the essential nutrients and a lot of the essence, the flavor, really even as well, um, because it's not you're not eating a fresh or, or organic salad with lots of varieties of veggies. And that's the picture I like to paint about the salad uh, analogy with cannabis. All right. Well, you've made me hungry, and uh, I've learned a, a little bit too. And I agree with the, I agree with that. You know, Chris Ionson and I on what's that strain? Try. try to make sure we drill down to people about when we talk about terpenes, not about, you know, just the taste that and smell you're going to get from them, but the impact that you might get. And, and so, of course, everybody is a little bit different, as I discussed on my last show with uh, David Krantz about our DNA and, and how it impacts uh, everything. But, you know, the, 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 the THC is not the holy grail. While it is certainly important when you're wanting to get high, uh, the terpenes can have such a different impact with the entourage effect. So, you know, it is um, it is hopefully something that evolves over time. And I, and I think it will. And I think, you know, continuing to talk and educate people about it, you know, whether that's from the bud tender or the LP or whoever or us, that's what it needs to needs to happen. Because, you know, people aren't going to learn this stuff overnight. You know, I didn't know what a terpene was until I started this show. Yeah, and, and terpenes are one of those things where they have these really complex long names, and I've heard a lot of people that are referring to them now as terps, like the terps mm. and the terps, and I'm like, that's great that you shorten the word, but you know, in my mind, and as with anything, like especially when it's a kind of a complex thing, if you can an- analogize it, compare it to something that people understand from a day-to-day perspective, right. um, it, it sort of helps them grasp it a little bit better, so I try and do that as much as possible, and, I, and this one has come up in my a lot of places that people say, you know, that's a really good way. I did not get what this all meant uh, as a concept for a whole plant. Um, so describing it as a salad and, and how you apply those things really help people sort of visualize what it means to, to be green and what it means to be healthy. Awesome. Well, I might have to borrow that analogy from time to time to try to explain it to people because I think it is a, just a wonderful way to to let everybody know. I might substitute uh, tomatoes uh, for something else because I don't eat tomatoes, but I'll use that analogy in, in some sort of way because it is actually great at explaining it. Uh, you can find more information and how Melka can help you at www.greengencompany.com. Calm. Malcolm LaBelle from the Green Generation Co. Thanks for the education and the time. We'll talk next week. Thanks, Dean. Have a great week.